Essentialism is not about how to get more things done, it's about how to get the right things done. It doesn't mean just doing less for the sake of less, either. It's about making the wisest possible investment of your time and energy in order to operate at your highest point of contribution by doing only what is essential. Hello and welcome to Farm On, the podcast where I get to talk with agriculturists, artists, and activists on the front lines of the food movement. I'm your host, Joe Phillips. Every once in a while, I like to check in with my good friend, Lindsay Steele, at Garden Fort Farms out in rural Michigan. Um, It's cool to check in with him every once in a while, about every five episodes or so, just to see how his farm is unfolding. And every time I do, it's kind of like watching a a flip book or a time-lapse video of something beautiful unfolding and blooming. And just like the other episodes, if you've ever sat around and thought to yourself, can I move out to the country and can I live off the land and can I grow my own food? And not just that, but can I actually make a living doing that to support my wife and my young child and um, thrive and be happy and healthy? Then Lindsay and his family are living proof that it's possible, but it's only possible if you are an incredibly hard worker like he is, but also are constantly learning and evolving and taking in information from the mistakes you make or even um, the way that opportunities present themselves that sometimes can look like loss. So we do talk about loss in this episode, loss of friends, but also loss of land and how... um, what seems like a terrible thing can actually turn into a gift. And uh, one of the books that he references in this conversation is uh, something by Greg McEwen called Essentialism. And uh, I read a little passage of that in the intro. Um, And I hadn't heard of this book before, but it's called Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. And it's really interesting. So um, one of the other quotes that I kind of that kind of caught my eye when I was uh, looking this up online was uh, the following. The way of the essentialist means living by design, not by default. Instead of making choices reactively, the essentialist deliberately distinguishes the vital few from the trivial many, eliminates the non-essentials, and then removes obstacles so that the essential things have clear, smooth passage. In other words, essentialism is a disciplined, systematic approach for determining where our highest point of contribution lies and then making execution of those things almost effortless. Lindsay Steele makes things look effortless but I know it's not. I know that what he does is incredibly difficult and takes a lot of brain power and muscle power but um, he does it with a lot of grace and um, if you follow his Instagram feed you can see that he makes beautiful things happen. So let's listen to it happen right now. Here's Lindsay Steele from Garden Fort Farms. All right, so you're sitting outside on your porch at Garden Fort Farm. What do you see? Describe the scene before you. Uh, all right, I'm uh, yeah, sitting on the porch, sitting on top of the doghouse I, I built for Maya, our, our little dog. And, um, so you're not staring. in the doghouse, you're on the doghouse. I'm on it. Yeah, I actually kind of yes. made it. Uh, it was, you know, by design. I knew it was going to be sitting on our porch. Yeah. So I, I wanted to. Oh, they're, they're barking. Yeah, I heard them. Some action out there. There might be. Uh, oh, it's people. It's humans. Yeah, they're they're the worst. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apollo's not very happy about it. Apollo's the Pyrenees and Maya is the monk. Maya's a she yeah, she's a collie mixed with a American Eskimo dog. So she's like this nice. really smart, um herding instinct nice. dog, lots of energy, yeah. really good at uh, really good at wrangling chickens. Yeah, I saw uh, you still have the chickens. I want to talk about that later, but um, yeah. So I hear some, hear some crickets, some night sounds out there. Oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah. there's, yes, yeah, those crickets. You know, we're we're next to the wetland here, so we got lots of frog noises too. Yeah, which it's so it's always a little bit hard to distinguish what's what. Sure. I'm not an expert at the um, frog calls yet. <laughs> one of one of these days. Yeah, I know. Got to start getting on the Frog Call podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, so I'm guessing you guys got the fall weather like we did. We finally went, dipped <laughs> below 90 for the first time in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, it was it was weird there yeah. for a minute. Um, yeah. Really uh, kind of a tough time for us to have that kind of weather because yeah. um, we're basically like this week and next week are our last weeks to do any kind of planting mm. to to try to overwinter some crops you know like mm-hmm. spinach and just some other greens like arugula and stuff like that that we're we're going to try cress is another one mm-hmm. um and they got to go in like you know last week we had a big planting this week we're doing a little bit and then we're doing like another big one uh next week Mm-hmm. and with the temps last week it was just like you know yeah. spinach spinach doesn't want to germinate in 90 degree weather so right. cool it weather started crop. yeah it wants it wants cool soil temps so it wants to be like 65 you know sure. like like it was today yeah um so it started poking up today and we'll see i don't know i might just have to it might not be very flush so might have to redo the whole thing yeah it's like our 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 june and august came or july and august came like a month yeah yeah it was the the definitely the hottest string of days we had all all year Mm -hmm. uh, you know at the the end of september so it's pretty pretty bizarre yeah what are you doing with the sunflowers are you selling those like cut flowers or something no, we, uh, you know, cause we have sunflower shoots that, that oh, yeah. we run in the, uh, in the greenhouse. So we were just planting a cover crop of oats and we just threw in some sunflowers because we, we knew it would be nice. <laughs> Looks pretty. For pleasure. Right. Yeah, we, we could have maybe cut them, but I just didn't even want to go there really. Yeah, and, just, and not that you have any toxic uh, issues in your soil, but if you did, it would suck it right out, right? yeah yeah and it's it's alleliopathic so it keeps weed seeds from germinating too so what is that oh what is uh alleliopathic alleliopathic yeah which i couldn't tell you what that means really uh sounds really cool though yeah uh like rye has it that quality too and yeah that's what makes it a good cover crop right yeah, because basically once it is established, it keeps anything from germinating around it. Uh, it's so. it actually like walnut trees do the same thing. Okay, Alleliopathic. Yeah, have to look that one up. And I thought you were thinking about getting rid of the chickens or something. 
Oh yeah. So yeah. Um, so we're going through the the rest of the season. We're actually like down to probably the last couple of weeks with them. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually given away a few of them already. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, what has happened? The the big news around here is that we're uh, we're losing the two acres that we've been borrowing for the last four years, which, yeah. So I caught one of this on Facebook and then yep. you, you had mentioned a while back, like, yeah, we got to talk. I've got this big news and yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Like uh, Katie's pregnant or <laughs> you lost your arm in a weed flamer accident or something. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, no we just lost we just lost a uh, like half of our land, <laughs> which is actually worse than losing your arm, probably in some respects. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how you yes look and at no. It. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's all um, definitely on how we look at it. Um, so this so, was that south facing slope that was like the yeah, most exactly. idyllic kind of way to position your yeah your yep. gardens right yeah yeah so the so just to give kind of the backstory um when we came here katie's dad owned this place it's on two and a half acres and then behind it there's uh there's 10 vacant acres and we were living the our house has an apartment above it and so katie's dad lived downstairs and we had left the farm that we worked at to to learn everything in wisconsin Right. And then came here because we were just like, all right, well, let's just hole up in the apartment. It's empty and figure out what's next. And yeah. And then, of course, we're here and I'm, I'm looking around and I'm just like, wow, it's like all right here. Like we could we could farm in the yard. Yeah. Um, we, we might have to cut some trees down if I wanted to do that. Yeah. Um, or there's this nice, huge field back there that, uh, you know, maybe I could use that. So I went to the township found out who owned it, contacted her. Uh, she initially said no. And yeah. so I went back like a month later and I was just like, no, really? Like, <laughs> you know, what, like, what's it going to take? You know, yeah. to, like, you know, I'll, I'll buy it. Like I could, yeah. I could, I can figure out how to buy this if that's what it takes. And she was yeah. just, so she sat on it again for another month and eventually she said yes. Yeah. And to she basically it. she she or to borrow it. To not no to borrow it. She's like, yeah. Okay, you can borrow it. I don't want any like legal agreements or anything. Like yeah. I don't want anything I don't want any liability for you. Amazing. And um yeah, and you can just and you can borrow it. There's she's like, I have, I don't have a good reason to say no and which I thought was great. And all you had to do was go <laughs> on a few dates with her at the time. Was that the deal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny actually because we were uh, like the first time I think I went. It was like Katie and I, mm-hmm. and then the next time it was like <laughs> right. and next it was like <laughs> no, you just you go this time. <laughs> <laughs> Smart and, and yeah, it was effective. <laughs> sure. So Human nature. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, just I don't know. We, I have a good rapport with her for sure. Rolled up your sleeves, uh, unbuttoned maybe the top button <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Didn't put on the yeah. deodorant that day, so the natural. Uh, oh sure, yeah, some some musk, yeah, some musk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even know yeah. what was happening to her. <laughs> Under some uh, spell of the superhero steel. Right, right. Um, so so anyway, so what happened? 
<laughs> why is she why so did she, she pull the rug out from under you um well basically she's been like her long-term plan has been to parcel out the land and sell sell it and yeah. then and then keep like a couple acres to build her own property on it when ah, she retires okay and she's just about to retire um so she's preparing to do that Mm -hmm. um we actually went and and made her an offer um we kind of coordinated with like our neighbors uh have kind of wanted to buy it and and then we were like okay well we can afford this and they're like well we can do this and so we actually offered her like a pretty good price per acre for as many acres as she would want to sell and she didn't bite (laughs) so she she has some well she wants to live on it but there's so she wants to parcel out luckily she doesn't want to uh like build a like sell it to a developer and have like a subdivision go up which is which is great like that's the best the best news because you know having three people move back there instead of you know 20 yeah is is definitely a lot a lot better have traffic and yeah yeah because she could be she could easily like in this area right now um you know land land values going up pretty quickly mm-hmm. she could easily just like she could probably get like a half a million for that wow. 10 acres yeah and it yeah. is beautiful like it looks down into that valley oh. there's like a little wetlands at the bottom and exactly it's it's yeah. a really really nice uh it's a really nice piece of property you know yeah i mean i've i've really enjoyed (laughs) farming back there you know uh so anyway she's she didn't bite uh i think she has some ideas um maybe she's trying to keep it in the family or something like that i I don't know i she she didn't really let let me in on any of Mm -hmm. of it um but basically she was just like yeah in order to to do this like i don't want to have any i don't want to have any deals impeded by having you back there basically so you already vacated the uh no no so we have time which is great um she just doesn't want me to start anything back there next year so we have like our hoop houses back there we have this huge block of kale back there now and Mm. and all that stuff's gonna overwinter and Uh, you know, so there'll be stuff out there probably till like April. Whew, sounds stressful, man. It's like, <laughs> so the literally, yeah. the square footage basically just got cut in half. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and this, you know, like you were saying, uh, like it's, it's optimum kind of growing. It's South facing yeah. slope. Um, but it it is, however, on a slope, which has always been like a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. The, which, like, I feel like I've really got a good grip on this year. <laughs> no, <you laughs> of course, it, yeah. yeah, just uh-huh. exactly how to line up my beds so that, like, you know, they drain right. And, yeah. Um, and but still catch a good amount of water when it rains and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But uh, but, but yeah. Anyways, uh, are you doing like swales or anything? Any like lands? Um, well, we were doing, well, we did, we actually did put like a, <laughs> this is going to be the only, this is the only like permanent thing that's back there is mm-hmm. there's three raspberry swales. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. The raspberry <laughs> stopped a lot of that. 
erosion yeah, there, a lot of the there's uh, yeah because I, I knew i was i was uh, you know i was i was gardening on a on a hillside and yeah. um it's not like a super steep well it, it it does get steep at points that's where i put the swales but like mm-hmm. the top of it's you know it's like a hill that just crests and yeah so oh well um, give her some raspberries <laughs> as your thank you well that's the thing it's like it's not gonna devalue the property mm-hmm. there's you know I, I don't think anyone's gonna be upset about having like 120 right. raspberry plants uh <laughs> in, the, in their backyard yeah and it's nothing that a backhoe can't take out in an afternoon anyway exactly sadly yeah sadly right right so now you've got to uh deal with what you've got which is two acres you said uh we have 2.6 acres um, with trees on it with trees on it uh, not a lot of trees mm-hmm. like it, it it was um i don't know probably 40 so or so years ago they planted just like a scattershot of i don't know like half a dozen spruce trees so now they're these mm-hmm. pretty significant uh spruce trees that uh, you know are have been really great for you know grazing our chickens under and stuff like mm-hmm. that um yeah they're pretty shady yeah yeah exactly and divides the place up a little bit yeah yeah pretty much and then you know there's like a there's an old apple tree which hasn't ever really been very productive for us it's Mm -hmm. it's pretty gnarly it's got like like it looks like maybe somebody cut it at some point and it just sent off like like a copist so it sent off Mm -hmm. like eight or nine shoots and so it's just this really Mm -hmm. gnarly apple tree Mm -hmm. so that's not going to be that big of a deal to not not have and then Mm -hmm. there's a a pretty nice mulberry tree um but that's a pretty prolific plant around here so there's there's more mulberries yeah uh, kind of on the other side of our property so so yeah i think it's 11 or 12 trees that we're we're going to cut down down. yeah so it's i mean it's it's our backyard you know like it's kind of where we we hang and yeah um yeah so it's going to be a a pretty big change but luckily all the production most of the production is in in that borough property um Mm -hmm. we've we have like uh like 14 beds this year that are on actually like our property Mm -hmm. and the the rest of it is is on on the other on the other half um so i'm trying to look on the bright side like if you develop your backyard basically and start growing there it's like talk about getting lean i mean you just walk out your back door and you're yeah you're in the you're in the crops exactly so that's that is like the the silver lining yeah um we get to like we got all these dramatic changes but uh when it's all said and done we're gonna take all of that that's been spread out over this hillside Mm -hmm. and and just put it into basically a 150 foot square yeah Um, you're doing production and you're out there every day just doing reps back and forth i mean you're walking miles a day yeah, and we've been driving the you know the the riding mower or the trailer on it to harvest yeah. to, to to go way back out there and yeah and and then we keep we've been keeping our our 
our laying flock like at the bottom of the hill right or on the hillside so we've been going chicken tractor up and down yeah so we've been going back there you know twice a day every day walking up and down this hill to to feed the chickens and yeah um and basically all that's going to go away and we've been mowing you know we've been we've been mowing that additional uh two acres all the pathways and then the that you know the half acre that we're about to turn into a garden we've been mowing that the carbon emissions um, alone are through the roof man yeah yeah which is it's ironic because it is like the only reason we're mowing really is because uh we keep our chickens you know and and they don't want like tall grass they ideally want you know yeah uh you know maybe six inch tall grass something they can scratch somewhat somewhat juvenile yeah and for them to eat it and and actually break it up and fold it into their Mm -hmm. their their mouth and everything like that you Mm -hmm. you don't want to be too tall Mm -hmm. so so yeah you know we've been doing that for them and (laughs) but yeah so the chickens maintain it yeah exactly it's it's this year was fairly dry so Mm -hmm. we didn't we didn't do a ton of mowing but um we you know in previous years when it's been wet it's like we've mowed every week and it's like a it's like a four or five hour job well man this sounds like it's the greatest thing that's happened to your farm yet (laughs) losing (laughs) half of it yeah isn't that hilarious it kind of is i mean i was it was was amazing i was i was surprised how um you know at first i was just like damn like yeah devastated you know and then and this is just like on my drive home from her house you know like like a 20 minute drive i'm like I just went through like all the phases. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, damn. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, like, yeah. you know, I'm pretty sure it'll all fit into our backyard. Like, I, yeah. I, th- I thought about that before, like years ago. Your, well, it must have been on your mind, like way in the back of your mind, even though you're just like, just steamrolling ahead, just trying to ramp up production. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, we've been. It, it, that's the other thing. It's been hanging over our heads, right? Mm-hmm. We've been borrowing this land, and we've 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 known that she wanted to like that that it, you know the future of it was uncertain for us sure. so we've known that for a long time and that's it, like you know after a number of years and especially where we were this year where we're like trying to get really somewhat permanent with our infrastructure like yeah starting to install like permanent uh irrigation at every bed and mm-hmm. you know i was i was ready to start like burying irrigation lines oh, running out, out there that, yeah exactly oh my god that um, what tens of hours of work hundreds of hours of work yeah i mean it probably would have been more worth it just to like rebuy the lines and just leave <laughs> leave them in the ground right right um so yeah i'm glad anyways i'm glad i didn't do that um yeah (laughs) but yeah i was i ended up being really surprised at just how relieved i was i was just like wow like yeah i have all of a sudden i have way less to worry about there's two less acres now you can settle down like now you know what you're working with yeah yeah and it, it gives us that those it kind of confines us because that's the other thing is like when you have more land, you have more, there's more possibilities. So 
especially when you're somebody like me who just has like an imagination that's just running wild constantly <laughs> the you, designer's you, imagination <laughs> yeah yeah like every day i'm coming in i'm just like well what if we did this <laughs> you know and Kate, katie's just like oh uh, no yeah, <laughs> like you don't want to do that yeah, yeah like just think about it <laughs> man good thing you've got so, that foil right foil yeah the foil to your plans <laughs> you need somebody in the background going no you yeah. do not want to do that yeah yeah my she's better definitely, half is definitely, definitely <laughs> plays that role but the, like that. my problem is i go ahead and do it anyway and oh uh, yeah then yeah. months later i'm like you know I don't think that was such a good idea. And she's like, yeah, no shit. That's what I told you like six months ago. Yeah, right. The the classic, I told you so. I mean, it's like a broken record around here. So one of these days I'm going to actually listen to her advice before I go ahead and stubbornly barrel my way through things. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm sure it's like this for you guys too. But it's We're constantly like having these epiphanies on our own like where we we hear somebody else say it and we're mm-hmm. like oh yeah like and then and it's just like but i told you that last week yeah. and you didn't like you didn't even yeah. care no i know it's you like just hear you from another hear. source That's and it's it just like oh yeah man yeah it totally man. makes sense we just tune each other out you know <laughs> these domestic partnerships we just tune it out it's like oh there there she goes again just yammering on about <laughs> Yeah, like, right. Just shooting down my great ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Never believe uh, in me. Right. Take it personally. It's the worst. <laughs> oh, man. I yeah. Know. All right. Uh, so, anyway. Got off track. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It's in. Um, it solves the problem of the chickens, really. Yeah. It, it just puts, like, the nail in the coffin for them, for sure. Okay. Which and actually, they they don't even have to die. Like I'm I'm rehousing all of them because oh. they're they're one year old birds. So well, was, they do have I to just, die eventually. But you're well, saying, yeah, at least not like I, at least I don't have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to do all that work. It, it's like yeah. you know, it's a lot of work to kill uh, like ninety chickens. So yeah, so you're just you gonna know. let them grow old gracefully. Um, we are going to uh, we've. We had a friend already take like six of them. Uh, our neighbor actually is going to take forty of them. Wow, um, which is going to be great. And then, um, kind of a friend of a friend is going to scoop up the rest, or like maybe like fifteen or so. And then mm-hmm. there's about ten birds that are in there that have that kind of survived the calling last year. So they'll get called. We'll, we'll call them and we'll. We'll put them in the freezer so we have a little bit. Yeah, got a little bit of meat in there. Man. Yeah, and then we've we've had some uh, we've had some chicks hatch out this year, so we kind of have this like new flock coming up of about like fifteen. It'll probably be it'll probably end up being about like ten layers, and we're just gonna we're just gonna keep like ten layers for ourselves and kind of put them on the the opposite end of the property from where the garden's gonna go. Man, ten's a really sweet little coop, you know. You can yeah. still have plenty of eggs and have a meat bird every once in a while and Joni can Joni can be the keeper yeah. of the coop or whatever. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she really likes doing chores, and yeah, we. I mean, I still want to have. I definitely want to have those eggs. I mean, I'm like, yeah, man. Can't imagine my life without farm fresh eggs. Dude, you know, I, know. <laughs> I shudder to think what my cholesterol is like these days because I'm like three eggs a day. I mean, every single day, three eggs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, me too, man. The rest of my life is pretty. Pretty but healthy, I, so I think it all balances out. It's actually, uh, it's, um, I don't know the right terms for it, but mm. the it's there's two different kinds of cholesterol, mm. and the bad kind of cholesterol it, it is actually um, like typically manufactured by your body, like mm. from having a deficiency in the good kind of cholesterol. Ah, so um, so actually yeah uh from based on on this thing i read expert knowledge (laughs) (laughs) yeah this thing i read this one time somewhere (laughs) right Um, on the onion yeah i think i saw that article (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) no it was actually in it was in uh the the book i read before i started raising chickens which is uh Mm. it's called uh the what is it called the poultry the small scale poultry flock Okay. Uh, by by Harvey Usery, nice. like U S S E R Y, right. and really really good stuff on there. My first coop was was based off of uh, like one of his designs, and um, that was kind of just a little sidebar mm-hmm. in in that book. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So you know, a, a reputable source. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Researched. So yeah, yeah, and and really, I don't know. I I think it's I think it's true. And eggs are. Uh, you know they're a superfood like they're just yeah. it's everything chicken needs to live for to develop over 21 days so it's like it's an insane amount of nutrition uh, it's insane are chickens the only so, animal i mean the only domesticated bird that lays eggs every day is that right uh i think there's well there's ducks ducks will do it uh like a pe- uh okay. pecans and back ducks or khaki khaki oh, ducks yeah. they lay every day Okay. Uh, they lay every day. Yeah. But are ducks the same way? Have they just been um, have they just been bred for so long over time by humans that they've been bred to lay uh, every day? You know, because yeah, it can't I, I be, think so. Because it can't be evolutionarily, it, you know, no, wise no. to lay an egg every day. Like, what does that even mean? Why are you doing? Yeah, that's a lot of en- that's a lot of energy, right? A lot to of energy. Just a be lot like of babies dropping off. to have to deal with. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We actually like we we had a you know we had a few hens that just rogue hens that that Mm -hmm. leave the flock and go find a bush somewhere and hatch out some some chicks and Mm -hmm. they uh, they would keep a clutch of like like you know eight to ten eggs, but then when they're they started hatching out, like it, it seemed like once they got to like four or five eggs, they would they would want to just like leave them. Oh wow! And and we would we and we you know we'd be witnessing this and we're like no yeah <laughs> these eggs like there's like five more hen or chicks in these in these eggs and oh. we'd like kind of force her to okay to, to hatch out more Ooh, but you're intervening in nature's cycles man <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's dangerous yeah. It's, it's it's what we do uh, I know right? <laughs> yeah we have to meddle. Yeah, we just have to accept that that's like basically our existence, and and then you know, and 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 
take responsibility for it, really. You know, I've been back on the Fukuoka kick since I... Um, in oh, yeah. Your, your last interview. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That was great. Oh, thanks, man. It was... Yeah. I had to really read up for that one because um, there's a lot of books out there. and But ever since then, yeah, my, my mind has just, just been kind of keeps going back to that natural farming thing that anything you do do to intervene and try to disrupt the kind of natural ebb and flow of things that sometimes look crazy or look cruel or whatever um mm -hmm. you're just making more work for yourself in the end and yeah but yeah that's that's different that's kind of like the hard the hard lesson of you know when you start to like just from being on a farm really yeah. you know like right. if you if you have 50 or 100 chickens and and one is like hurt or sick yeah. you know it's it's like are you really gonna take and you have like 100 other things to do like are you really gonna take the time to mm -hmm. nurse along some bird that you know in mm -hmm. in any other circumstance would just would just die yeah <laughs> Yeah. So, I don't know. Or and put it out of its misery, and you know, do you take the time to do oh, that? You know, that that too. And I, I've early on, I sort of would see something suffering, and I would kind of go that route. I'd, mm -hmm. I'd take it upon myself to to do that. Mm -hmm. And then um, I actually had a, a we had a friend of ours pass away from he'd been battling cancer. He he's this really cool old guy that uh he was like a family friend of katie's that lived down the road mm -hmm. um good good friends of ours it's their dad and mm -hmm. me and him me and him were like kindred spirits you know like he uh -huh. moved his family out here from detroit to basically like to, to homestead and he started a, a vineyard and wow. um and he they had like this they have this wild bird cage with like peacocks and pheasants and things in it wow you know so just really cool family um he'd been battling cancer for like like eight years or so mm. and and then finally started to like you know he was he was he was dying mm -hmm. and this family is really open so they they as they were just like okay he's dying like he's literally in this like transition of he's gonna die sometime in the next couple of days mm. so they told everybody to to come say goodbye and wow. so I had this really cool experience where I got to like go go say goodbye to him. Wow! And and, and he, it just got me. Out his, did he spend his last days at home, or did he have to? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 He was he was at home, and so it was it was really it was it was a really beautiful uh, thing. Oh, and um, it just made me think about this idea of getting to experience death. Like, yeah. and especially if it's, I mean, it, 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 we always look at a situation like that and we're just like, oh my God, like he's in pain mm -hmm. and, you know, like he's like barely, like he's fighting for every breath, right? Mm -hmm. And and so I've always seen like animals in that state and and then I'd, I'd take take it upon myself to, to relieve them of that. Right. But then ever since then I've just been like, well, like, I don't know. I think if it were me, like 
even if I was in pain and it's all like, it's, this is totally just like we, you, you have no idea, right? <laughs> you have no idea that you, yeah, you're trying to extrapolate from your, what you perceive, but you really can't understand it. Yeah. But so it, it's just like, you know, if life is really precious, then even holding on to it for that, that last minute and, and, you know, who knows what the transition of, of dying is like, mm-hmm. like maybe it's like once you know you're dying, uh, you, we just don't know. Well, it's such uh, a balance, isn't it? Because I mean, humans, we like to try to prolong and just we see it as our. I mean, we. I mean, conventionally, because we have the science to do so, we just feel like it's our yeah. responsibility to try to just sustain life as long as we can even if it means basically torture for for people yeah right and that's that's like the bizarro yeah that's 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 the extreme kind of version of it it's i don't know it's it's definitely like before just like oh the misery of like and it sounds like what your friend um was lucky enough to experience was a more human (laughs) experience in a way yeah yeah it was a very it was a very human experience and um yeah i'll definitely never forget it like because even though he was he wasn't completely there he was there enough to that you could have that kind of last connection and um i don't know well i'm sorry about your friend that's 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 really tragic i'm sorry Oh yeah. Well, it's it's okay. It's a, it's part of life, right? <laughs> it is. It's the one of the yeah. few things that are absolutely yeah. guaranteed. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting that we're talking about loss. It's just it's like uh, losing things is. It's definitely been the we've been we've been like getting rid of stuff. Yeah, and because and of the it, because of the land sale, you're needing to uh, purge. Well, or? It, it it is just part of the 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 lean thing. Still, you know, yeah. like we're just like every and and the the joy. What is it? The joy of cleaning up or, or tidying up your life. So uh-huh. The book that we can remember the name of the little book. Uh, yeah, the joy of tidying up by. by uh, I can't remember her name uh, again, but uh, <laughs> let's keep it consistent. Ma- and not Mary. remember her name. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. I have to Google this anyway. right now? I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> Joy of tidying up by Mary Kondo. There you go. Kondo. Yeah, Mary, Mary Kondo. There you go. Anyway, that book. So you're you're following the book and you're you're purging and decluttering. Yeah, it's all it's all in the same vein. Um, another great book that I just listened to the audiobook of is Essentialism. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, author I can't remember the name of, mm-hmm. but um, if you if you search it, it's 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 it'll come up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's all basically it's all the same ideas it's just like just eliminating all the distractions and just distilling everything down to to what is essential and to to what you really need to perform and also to just 
enjoy your life, you know? So any little distraction, like a project that you maybe mm. thought you might do at some point and you mm -hmm. have these things laying around, mm -hmm. like if it's, if it hasn't happened, just, just like let it go and just forget about it. <laughs> and, and, about and, then, the and then it opens up so much. Ever pop up where you're like, man, I actually, <clears throat> I wanted to be a drum set rock drummer why did that <laughs> drum set? yeah you know i'm sure i'm sure that is that can happen yeah but i don't know if you have like a hundred things and you regret losing one of them right but you eliminated the 99 other ones like yeah i, I think your your net gain is 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 much much more you sure. know yeah than, than that one loss right well that's what letting go is right you're letting go of the regret too like the longing and the clutching and the attachment to that thing yeah that, that fantasy but you that just worked up. it's yeah and you can just completely erase it like mm -hmm. it can just be like oh it's just like that thing is just gone and, well, and then how it, many things do we have in our houses where, that are just like these boxes of guilt you know you look at it and you're like oh, i yeah. never exactly did that thing i'm a right or or i'm gonna through on anything yeah yeah or when am i gonna get to do, to do that yeah. you know like yep. uh, there's so many there's still stuff like that laying around there that i'm just like oh that thing i gotta yeah. do that one of my many it's musical like, no. phases i convinced sarah that uh, my wife that i really needed a four a cassette tape four track recorder um, new in the box on Craigslist and the guy was selling yeah. it out in the middle of nowhere. Like we drove forever to buy this thing, you know, and it worked perfectly. And I got it home yeah. and I made an awesome bedroom tape, psychedelic folk record. And it's great. And one of these days I'm going to share it with the world and all 27 people that hear it are going to think it's pretty weird. <laughs> and that's that's really all that I did with that thing. And it's just sitting in my closet. And I look at it and I'm just like, God, that's probably one of those things where Sarah was like, do you really need, do we really, yeah, yeah. really need this? But the, like, the cool yes. thing is that you can, uh, you can frame it in a way that you're just like, that thing did that for me, that one task you know like yeah. i i had that great experience and yeah. that helped me do it and now it i don't like need it anymore you know no, you're right it was my baby moon experience actually it was when sarah was pregnant <laughs> i was like <laughs> i need nice. to go down the rabbit hole on something and i don't know what it is but i'm not choosing this <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, have one, I have one last chance before i have to be responsible all the time <laughs> pretty much my hair yeah, was yeah. long. I looked <laughs> crazy. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's man. a whole other thing. But um, all right, so you're, <laughs> so you're decluttering and um, and the house. Well, you you totally rehab the house last winter. So that's oh yeah. That there's st there's still a lot to do in the house yeah. too. I mean, we uh, so it was Katie's birthday the other day. On, oh yeah, on Tuesday. Yeah, and um, be, like leading up to her birthday, I knew I was going to do this project. I was going to take this closet that is kind of useless. It's like on the end of our kitchen, and we've been like hanging our winter coats in there, mm -hmm. and and then just uh, like a cluster of 
of other junk for just makes its way makes its way into there <laughs> yeah so uh so we just i was just focusing on like clearing out a, a bunch of other space so that mm -hmm. the you know the winter coats could find their way into that and yeah um and then so on her birthday cleared out that closet put in a bunch of shelves so we could finally have a proper pantry to like put up all our, our canned goods in which a is basically pantry. like yeah it's basically like a nice display of all of katie's hard work um yeah, you know she does an awesome job making that stuff happen so that we can enjoy it all year and oh there's a sweet it, photo on your instagram of her standing in front of it yeah and it looks yeah. like she's in a store like it looks beautiful <laughs> Yeah, thanks man yeah she uh, she was so stoked because um, yeah. we've been you know she she does all this work and then we just we have we have cans of stuff and crates in like in the basement and closets mm -hmm. and like just scattered mm -hmm. and we never know what we have and mm -hmm. um so yeah it's nice it's nice Great. to have it all in one place and and that's it's just like stuff like that is is just we're trying to just do more and more of that. It's like, okay, this thing is going to do this and nothing else. <laughs> but I love how you're working from necessity. It's like you could, you could uh, buy the home, go in there, design all these shelves, thinking like we're going to fill it with canned goods yeah. or whatever. And then it, the canned goods don't work out. And then you're like, well, now we have all these big dumb shelves. What are we going to do with this? So it's cool that you're working from like need and and yeah. testing things out and going small at first and that's cool man yeah yeah it just uh i, I guess the maybe the downside of that is that it's like a process right yeah, so it it, it, there's like this this painful part of yeah w where you need that yes. <laughs> and you and you don't have it for a long time and, yeah. and you're just like oh god this is chaos like yeah okay and then so you you know and i feel like that's what we've that's kind of how the farm like everything around here has been that way yeah and we we've we finally really clearly know what we need and mm. and so this past year especially has just been just working as much as we can to implement those things to That's so cool to, man yeah yeah it's 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 amazing every time we do any one thing like that it's you just feel like like you just like conquered the world you know yeah totally. <laughs> you're like yes i won oh. yeah it's winning you know, and, it's and like... i win every day now forever <laughs> <laughs> you're done you're done no more losing yeah. no more loss no more sad chickens no it's yeah. like um well you're you're honing in on the thing the the real essence of what it is you're trying to do and it's beautiful to watch it man and i love checking in like periodically because you know it's like anything you can't really see your kid grow until somebody points it out and like wow he's getting really yeah. big oh yeah he is getting really big i didn't even notice it's yeah it yeah incrementally yeah it's amazing stepping away for a minute and yep yep yeah it's it's uh it's it's really fun to to do this man I, yeah I, i'm loving it <laughs> that's great and so do you think this winter you're going to be back to the design grind or i guess um, wait and see 
Yeah, yeah. So we it's we we scored a sweet deal on a on a wood furnace for the the greenhouse. So nice. um, we're we still got to get it here. Mm. Um, oh, have you <laughs> you jumped on the rocket stove bandwagon yet? No, I uh, <laughs> I know that's a wormhole. I, I've I've yeah. definitely like yeah I've, I've rocket stove i should probably i should probably do that <laughs> actually Google rocket stove and then 200 hours later you'll come out on the other end with like the sweetest rocket stove no actually they're very easy i mean they're relatively easy to make but i mean it's yeah. one of those things where like if you scale it up like sky's the limit on how crazy you want to get with it yeah, I've heard, I've heard amazing things. I, like I, I know that they've they've kind of got it dialed in mm-hmm. to a point where you can like heat like a pretty large space with like a cord of wood. Yeah, for like the whole winter. <laughs> yeah, and it yeah. just keeps burning. Like it's so hot that you just keep like throwing a couple little chunks in there, and it just keeps burning on its own. Oh, man. Um, incredibly efficient and all it takes is like bricks or whatever you want to use like i don't know plaster i don't know different material. all right all right well i guess i'm not <laughs> sleeping tonight <laughs> just That's, me and the youtube <laughs> you can thank me later when you have it and you're all bleary-eyed in the morning <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and katie's going no no don't do it <laughs> for once listen to me we're gonna we're gonna heat our greenhouse, so we're gonna produce microgreens and keep our shoots going cool. uh, all winter. So that'll be good. We got we're doing you know our winter greens as as long as we can. We're gonna try to have spinach yeah. all all winter long awesome. uh, if everything goes according to plan. And yeah, so we'll have that. Um, it's which is going to help give us you know some income in the winter time but um yeah i ideally i think i, I am going to try to seek out some design work mm-hmm. um just to actually really because like you know we borrowed money to go into this season yeah and it, it was really nice to have have that to just to get a bunch of those things you know like we've we've talked about this just mm-hmm. how it just it just propelled us well you need to, to purchase those bigger ticket items and stuff yeah yeah and there's like still the you know and the um yeah the walk-in cooler the greens harvester yeah, and the greens um, harvester is so cool yeah yeah so you know just having having a, a nice chunk of cash to to do the same thing this year especially since we're having to basically rebuild the whole yeah. the whole garden yeah. um would be really nice so yeah i'm gonna gonna try to make that work we're we're lucky uh kevin our apprentice is is sticking around he's gonna oh, hang cool. out he's still for the winter upstairs? uh he lives he lives downstairs with us we have oh. tenants that live upstairs in our apartment oh. um he's sticking around so um i don't know it's possible we might move him upstairs okay uh, at some point. Um, oh, wait, are the upstairs yeah. guys still the same guys? The guys who never go outside? <laughs> the guys that <laughs> never go outside. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay. One of them One of them swapped out, but it's uh, he still doesn't go outside. <laughs> they, they just play video games. Yes. You know? Right. They live on a farm, it, and they play video yeah. games. 
in the yeah dark. yeah yeah hey yeah. no judgment like, here man <laughs> right. Right. I hope you don't hear any judgment in my voice. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh-huh. it's it, it is what it is, I guess. Um, Ain't my reality, but it's somebody's reality. Yeah, it's yeah. Anyway, it's, I don't know. We don't have to go yeah. into all that, but right, cool. <laughs> right. But you still you you've got your apprentice, so that's good, man. Yeah, yeah. So that that's gonna help. Uh, give me options uh, this winter, right? Because um, you know I can. He can basically tend the farm if I need to. Really skip town for a little. Dig, bit. dig my heels in on some design work, yeah. Or if I have to, if yeah. I have to come to Chicago or yeah, or anything like that. God I, forbid I, you have to come to Chicago. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Katie doesn't really, you know, she obviously doesn't really want me to leave, but yeah, uh, yeah. I. Uh, you know, I didn't like being away, but yeah, it it is nice to to come back and. Well, it makes kinda... you appreciate what you've got, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, Chicago's great. It's it's, yeah. it's nice to be there and uh, you know, soak it up. And it's fun to it's fun to work with a a big team. Yeah, you know, to go into a design studio and work with a big big team and you know throw around a bunch of ideas with other people it's 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 really fun so well and damn it this time if you do come to chicago we are not going to fail at actually getting together yeah yeah i'm so glad we can keep these going it's like the i don't know it's like the series the running series within the show you know yeah yeah it's really fun man i i definitely I, like I, I listened to the last episode again uh, yesterday. Oh yeah, and it's just like it, it's funny because you you record these and like I'm always just like oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, right, I know. I think I that know what too. I every time I'm like, oh, that's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah, and then and and then you listen to it like like months later, and you're just like, oh, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was kind of insightful there for a second. Yeah, yeah, it's fun, man. It's it really, really cool. Is fun. Yeah, yeah, so uh, I appreciate, uh, you know, I'm sure. glad I'm a part of it for sure. Oh, that's really and it's, great. It's yeah. it's been fun to to hear hear your shows progress too. Oh, thanks, man. Like the last two were were really great. Oh, thanks, man. I feel like I'm trying to get it to a point where I don't feel embarrassed, like asking people to like sponsor or to share it, you know, like to actually promote it on whatever oh, yeah. platform. Not that I have time to do that at all. Like I really don't. Um, but I'm trying to get it to the point where I can actually just be like, this is it's a good show. Like this should be, you know, written about in, you know, all the hipster farming magazines and hopefully we can get a sponsor because oh, you know yeah. it's getting to the point where like i have to pay for hosting and you yep. know there's always like a little purchase around the corner that i have to think about and i'm like i can't keep doing that you know that's that's another thing where the the wifey's gonna be like <laughs> uh wait what's this on the visa bill um <laughs> Your show with no sponsor is costing us what? Um, so that's what that's the next yeah. that's the next goal, you know. Yeah. I think it's it, it's figuring out like what the niche is for yeah for it cuz it's like um yeah, you know, it's not just like a straight farming show, so you can't right. just go to like, you know, 
yeah. some like tractor company or something. <laughs> like, yeah, no, yeah. Um, That's where sometimes I wonder if I if the name is limiting to it because I've hmm. you know I've had some shows that are like my interview with uh, my friend Gavin who wrote a book about wolves in the or not wolves but coyotes in the city. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's just about wildlife and. So sometimes yeah, I'm like, right. man, I think maybe the title's like kind of pigeonholing it a little bit, you know, but hmm. I don't know what's in a name, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't mind the, I don't mind the name, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I just wonder, no one's ever said that, but you know. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's just, it's like, you know, I, it's, it's hard, like, I don't know, just off the top of my head, it's like hard to think of like who you could go after for right. like who, who is, I guess it's like, you gotta like, who's your audience. Right. And like, what are they yeah. like, are like, it's cause it, you span a lot, you, you know, you span a lot. Yeah. I guess my, I don't know. It's, a and it's what makes it interesting, but yeah, I guess I'm always just, trying to get the listener that's like kind of has like this inkling to do something more with the land but is also yeah. really philosophical at the same time about it and just thoughtful about it and and anymore I'm really interested in in talking to writers you know because you know anybody who writes a book has to really believe in something you know bigger than the oh. thing that they're talking about totally yeah that that's actually like the only like i I was thinking of like like chelsea green publishing or something yeah yeah exactly like Like a publishing company or a website that does that kind of stuff like somebody who is kind of more on the literary like philosophical side of things you know yeah yeah that makes sense that's kind of where i'm headed i really i mean honestly talking to you it's probably the most like nuts and bolts type of conversation that yeah, I typically yeah. have. Which is really <laughs> for sure. Which is really nice for me. It's like, ah, let's just talk about growing stuff, you know? But we don't, yeah. of course. We talk about other stuff. But, um, but yeah, your show is still the highest rated. I mean, it's still the got the most plays. Um, <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. What does that tell? I mean, you just have a lot of friends that, I guess, <laughs> yeah. in, you know, which is cool. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, but man, I appreciate it. And uh, Joni's looking super cute and growing up. And yeah, yeah, it was nice to see a picture of uh, Bailey the other day too. Yeah, he's getting big, man. Yeah, he's a big talker, is what he is. He's he keeps saying like he keeps saying like I'm gonna grow up to be a a man. I'm gonna grow up to be a man <laughs> like Dada. <laughs> And I'm going to be awesome. a man like the janitor at our school with the big mustache. <laughs> and like now he's saying, now he's saying I'm going to be a good man. I'm going to be a really good man. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Yeah, he's, That's good. He's uh, he's a heartbreaker, man. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> but, That's so um, fun, man. It is fun. But, um, man, so, yeah, stay in touch, and we are going to set our sights on trying to come visit again soon. Um, things might slow down for you, hopefully, so you can, you know, kick back 
So, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, man. Actually, you know, we we quit quit farmers markets, so we got yeah. like we always had weekends, pretty much. Cool. All right. Yep. Man. Well, as soon as our car is out of the shop, I'll. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah. We just we just had ours in the shop, so. Sucks. Transmission. Yeah. Rebuilt on a car with two hundred thousand miles on it. So. Oh man. <laughs> dude that's that's funny we uh so we bought we okay so we just got our car out of the shop like alternator and muffler stuff yeah. not terrible mm. but we I, I was borrowing my neighbor's um he has a honda element mm-hmm. and i was borrowing it to do all my deliveries like the first half of the season mm-hmm. And then uh, I was driving it, and I, like, killed the transmission on it. Oh, shit. <laughs> but we were already kind of starting to talk about, like, me buying it. Yeah. Because uh-huh. he wasn't using it. Yeah. And uh, so it worked out. Like, I, I basically paid for a new transmission mm-hmm. and, then, and then gave him, like, you know, half of the value of the car. Okay. And so we, we, we settled it pretty good. But, yeah, yeah. so now I own the, the Honda. On element with a, a two hundred thousand mile car with a new transmission. So. All right. So I'm with you, man. I'm not the only one who's making this dubious decision. Weird, yeah, weird decision. Yeah, it's just like, well, this could work in my favor. Like, I could get another hundred k on here. Yeah, but. it could. But for me, it's like I'm just I hate dealing with getting a new thing, like a big new thing, like buying uh, another car. Oh my god, I'd rather like yeah. shove tax in my eyeballs and do that man sounds yep. like the worst yep exactly uh, that i know i'm so, i'm there with you yeah <laughs> but i would like something with a little cargo space like the sedan like why have a sedan why do they make sedan oh, yeah. what is the point of a sedan just <laughs> add the extra thing on the back and make it a wagon yeah and Which have the, a brain in your head you know yeah that's pretty much the trend i mean if you look at there's a, I don't, know, I don't even know, like an Equinox. Basically, every car on the road is a, is an Equinox. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's just like a thingy. compact, yeah. like, hatch car, you know. Because finally they realize that people have a lot of shit, unless they're minimalists like you, and they're down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But I still need to haul, like, you know. Yeah. I still need to be able to put $1,000 worth of produce into my yeah you do element <laughs> so what, you don't around. have the you don't have the badass truck anymore uh it's been dead for uh, it's we i still have it it's been dead for like a year um, oh man all right well it, that's it gonna just, be the cover that's gonna be the cover of this podcast there's like a picture <laughs> of you standing in front oh that's kind of old though is that too old it's from it says flashback oh. yeah that was from like the farmer's market Oh. The year before. You don't even look like that anymore, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I'm just gray. And <laughs> Long beard. <laughs> yeah. Bags under the eyes. No, I might use that one. It's cool. It's yeah, it is cool. cool. It's cool. It's a cool picture. It's a cool picture. <laughs> all right, man. Well, um, all that being said, I appreciate your time and... And I learned so much every time I talk to you. So now I have to look up um, what sunflowers are. Oh, yeah. Allelio, allelopathy. Yep. 
Absolutely. Yeah, and check out Essentialism, man. It's great. Cool. I need to. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, say hi to everybody, and uh, I'll talk to yeah. you soon. Yeah, likewise, man. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. See you, dude. Thanks for listening. If you found this show to be essential, please share it with like-minded folks. You can find Farm on the Podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to contact me, hit me up on Twitter at FarmonDharma. That's Farmon, D-H-A-R-M-A. My email address is dharmaonthefarm at gmail.com. As always, I'm looking for a sponsor to help pay for hosting this site as well as an insane coffee intake. Until next time, take care and farm on.